Welcome to Toe to Toe, a podcast for realtors where you'll witness a battle of opinions about topics affecting your real estate business. There are many ways for realtors to achieve success. The secret is to find which approach will work for you. Now, always in your corner, here are your hosts, Jen Mertland and Monica Weekly. Welcome to another episode of Toe to Toe Podcast. Jen, how are you today? Great. How are you? Very ready good. Ready to fight? I'm ready to freaking duke it out, throw it down, slap you around over this one. <laughs> Great. This is what we're going to fight about today. How much should an agent know about the listing? they're representing how much about the house itself mechanics lot lines all those kind of things how much should we really why do you always come up with questions that you know everybody's going to disagree with me on (laughs) that's why you and i are perfect for this because you're because i always win (laughs) oh lord just because everybody agrees with you doesn't mean you're winning no but what i love is what you say gives that small percentage of agents the right to move forward in their own lane like that's what the agents that are doing it right oh (laughs) it gives them permission to say you know what i know everybody else thinks this but i don't and look at mertland she's freaking killing it and she feels the way i do great you have a voice i'll go first and start the the anger all right so how much did you know about the house i I mean, basics like mechanics, like when are the, when was the HVAC, if something was new, like when was it installed? But like beyond that, unless there's a, my caveat is like, if it's a special circumstance, right? Okay. Like if you have some crazy, historical, unique mm-hmm. or whatever, like some type of unique one of a kind home, mm-hmm. then I think it's important to know the story. Honestly, I don't usually take those listings. Seems well, you like have you work. have one right now, the monkey house. I know, I do. That one, that's pretty cute. Yeah, that's cute. I mean, it's a monkey house. The monkey house is fun. The monkey house, yeah. But like, there are people that specialize in those types of unique historical homes. So I'm just saying, or whatever, not necessarily historical, right. but like unique homes. But like for your general run-of-the-mill average home, and we'll even call them cookie-cutter home, there's really, you don't really need to know much because for, I mean, I'm generally a listing agent, so I don't show a ton of buyers, but my understanding of how it works is that the buyers, it's like they fall in love. And I don't know about you, but when I'm in love, I don't ask a lot of questions. <laughs> Maybe I should ask a lot of questions. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's like you first, you, you fall first and then you bump your head and you're like, oh wait, whoops. So to me, it's like, if they're asking a lot of questions, it generally doesn't go, the offer doesn't go through. Is it possible that they're a different personality type for you? They're a high C and they're an analytic and they need to know all the things. Oh Lord. This is, this is how, hey. I'm getting a headache just talking. I know, but I need to tell you, these people exist. I'm married to one. They need to, they have details. (laughs) Hey Sharon. (laughs) Hey Shishi. (laughs) No, they do. They need, you know, they, they process things differently than you and I. I'm with you. Like, if I'm in love, let's go. It's happening. I don't care if the freaking furnace is 70 years old. Right, or if it looks like an octopus. Have you? I saw one of those the other day. Yes. I was like, what is this? What is this? I mean, I've seen it before and just, I love it every time. 
Yeah. Now I'm going to disagree with you a little bit on this. I believe it is our responsibility to have better than surface understanding of the home because I'm selling this thing. And a home is not just about what it looks like on the outside and what the neighborhood is. A home is about what is making it up? How structurally sound is it? What will the expenses be going forward? Like just knowing all that, where the property lines are. Now, do you think though, if you're like a buyer, there's a difference between if you're representing the buyer than if you're representing the seller? I'm talking about if you're representing the seller, you need to know all those things. Okay. Because when you come to me, you're the agent for the buyer and you ask me if I'm like, what am I asking you? Huh? What, like what? Hey, my buyer wants to know what's the age of this? What's the age of this? Where are the, where's this? What's this? And you give me this. Well, like the age of the mechanics or updates, that makes sense to me. But like, what else are they asking you? Uh, where's the property line? Um, See, in our county, we can look that up. Well, well, sure, but I still think when you're, you, have you ever gone into a um, like a Best Buy or something to buy a washer and dryer, and you get the kid that is doesn't work in the appliances? He really works over in the freaking computer thing, and he's trying to help you buy this. Do you have a good sense of trust and calmness about the purchase when you're trying to do that compared to when that person is like the knowledgeable washer dryer guy, gal, yeah. can answer all the things. I just want to show up that way for the product I'm representing because PS, it's a hundred thousand to a million plus dollars. And I feel like I should know that. Yeah. I mean, I see your point and that I get your example, but it's like, okay. So if I'm the listing agent, when the when the buyer agent schedules a showing for their client, I am calling that agent. And we had the podcast, I forget what number that was, but yeah. we talked about that before. Should mm-hmm. you call the list uh, buyer's agent? I'm calling that agent. But what I want to know is more about their buyer. It's like, you know, what are they looking for in a house? What are they finding? What are they looking for that they're not finding? How long have they been looking? What have they put offers on? Mm-hmm. The questions like that. And then that will help me help them sell the house to their client. Mm -hmm. But very rarely, I mean, I don't know, I guess you're probably going to say, what about the analytical people? Mm -hmm. But like very rarely does the furnace put in last year make the difference? Like they feel the house. I, of course, a lot of it is, I always say to buyers, like we're, we're going to walk in a house and it's going to have checked off everything on your list and you're going to walk in and it's not the right house. Right. They're like just that, in that the exists. house that they right. doesn't check everything off on their list is the one they're going to freaking fall in love with. It always is. Right. I get right. that. So it doesn't matter. That's my point. It really well, doesn't matter. I think my point is that many agents don't ask the right questions when they take on the responsibility of representing the seller. They, they sign paperwork, stick a sign in the yard and hope for the best. I just feel like there should be a level of responsibility around as if I was the buyer, I'm going to ask the sellers the questions when I'm gathering this data. I'm going to think like a buyer. And I just think listing agents don't do that enough. And mm-hmm. I'm talking to myself here too, because the, I think now I'm much better at that. But there was a time where I was freaking getting that paperwork and running, right? Like, <laughs> I don't care. But now I, I want to, if you think like a buyer with your sellers, you will price the house appropriately according to supply and demand. You will market the house appropriately according to what buyers are looking for. Like you'll answer the right questions so that you can market it 
I just think properly. That's, I guess that's well, my I think point. like if you have like, let's say and it's an expired listing, then you're already at an advantage because it's like, what did they say? Yes, right. You, you know, have if, evidence. Yeah. And then those are the questions that you answer. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. I just, unless there's some unique circumstance, it does, I don't feel like, I think most of the stuff you can look up, I don't think it necessarily looks bad that like- it doesn't necessarily look bad that I don't know the year of the furnace install. Mm-hmm. Let me check. As long you as know, you and then it. I'll ask you, look, mm-hmm. if it's, is, is that a deal breaker? Like if it's a newer furnace, is, are they buying the house versus not a new furnace? How hard is it for you or me or another agent just to have like a Google form that we send out and ask these basic questions? What's the age of the roof? What's the age of the... So that we have that data. Is that so hard? No, it's not hard. And actually, I talked to uh, Rachel Real. She's actually a broker. She owns a brokerage. And she's... We'll attach it to this... Well, we'll probably attach it to the bonus episode that airs after this. Okay. She gave us a worksheet for it. And one of the questions that she asked is, what about, ask the sellers, is what about this home? Why did you fall in love with it? Why do you like the home? Great question. And then that can help with buyers. I think it does depend on the buyer. So I I do think part of your, part of what you said is is correct. It's like, who is really going to be buying this house? Mm -hmm. What are they like? What are they likely looking for? Mm -hmm. Those are the questions that you need answers to. It's not like if you have a completely redone house, all they really want is that everything's brand new likely because that's the buyer that wants everything brand new. That's right. Yes. If you have a first time home buyer versus, you know, an empty nester finding their final house, the questions being asked between those two are so freaking different because the experienced homeowner knows, hey, we can handle these things. We know what this costs. We've got that money. The new freaking home buyer, understandably, is like, oh my God, I'm terrified. I need to know everything. But this is too why you call the agents ahead of time before the showing, because if you have a very particular buyer that's like this buyer, and and I'm talking to you and you're showing one of our listings Mm -hmm. and you're like, this buyer asked me a thousand questions. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to be like, okay, give me some examples and let me get that information for you. So you like look like the hero, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so now I've made, helped you look like the hero. Mm-hmm. You know the answer. You can help if they like this house, then we're going to be in a deal. Mm-hmm. I gotcha. You're just saying like, I'll get you everything you need, but ask me first. And then well, I'll I'm going to ask you what you want. What you need. No, I mean, if you were the listing agent, you're like, I'll answer all the questions, but I'm not going to proactively learn. I'll proactively find out certain things. Like most people want to know like the age of the mechanics. Right. If I'll pro, and depending on the house, I'll find out why it came off the market. If there's something unique about the house, like I want to know that. But like beyond that, it just, I just find that of all of the houses that we have sold, I rarely get asked questions. Mm-hmm. Like they just either find out the answer or it just doesn't matter. Well, right, right. Because the love for the house is already Yeah, there. because most, yeah, there's sometimes the questions they ask are stupid. Have you and it's like they, the, huh? The R factor of insulation, what's insulations <laughs> in the house? <laughs> I don't freaking know. And I don't care. <laughs> like get your inspector up there, you know? I mean, I don't even know right. if that's something you can find. But right. like- I think sometimes the buyer's agents, just because, well, I also, my premise is just because somebody asks you a question doesn't mean you need to answer. And I don't think a lot of people have that premise, but like, that's where I start. Give me an example of that (laughs) because I'm not tracking with you on that. 
as it pertains to a buyer asking a question about a house. Other Sometimes they're asking questions, but it's not the real question, right? So, so saying, so, like, tell me why that's important. Then you can right. The What's important answer. about yes. that? What's really going on? Yeah. Have they put in uh, like if if this meets their criteria, are they putting in an offer? Well, it's always well, exactly. So, what is the real freaking question, man? Right, right, right. Like, right, don't right. ask me some bullshit questions that don't matter. And yeah. waste everybody's time. I have other stuff to do, like watch Tiger King or whatever, right? <laughs> Drink oh, a White Claw. But like, I don't have time to answer these dumb questions that get the sellers excited and then your buyer doesn't buy it. It's annoying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. And when I'm representing, I, be, I bet you do something similar on this too. When I'm representing a buyer and they start in with the questions, you know, we're seeing seven houses this day and they start in with the questions. I always many. say, usually my process is I'm going to wait and see which house you actually are interested in. Yeah. And then I'll dig through all your questions. But for me to have all of that data on all seven of these, when you're not going to like six of them, right. You know, I don't really do. And they're like, Oh yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. Right. Right. And that's again, just because they're asking the question doesn't mean you need to answer. Yeah. Very true. All right. Back to the corner. Yeah. I think we should just go back. You get back to your corner. (laughs) I'll go back. Uh, We're going to take a short break, hear a word from our sponsor. And when we return, we'll have the final punches. Do you have an entrepreneur mindset? Do you believe in the power of building wealth versus just selling houses? There's a new kind of business model for realtors, and you owe it to yourself to see why top agents and teams are aligning their future with the fastest growing real estate company in the world. EXP Realty, tomorrow's brokerage today. For more information or a private discussion, go to the Toe to Toe Podcast Facebook page and send a private message telling us you'd like to learn more about EXP Realty. Welcome back. Now, before we ring the final bell for the final round, Jen, it sounds like you've had a couple conversations, one with Rachel, which I really appreciate that she's going to give us an example of a questionnaire. Yeah, it's really good too. And where can people find that then? Uh, that'll be on our Toe to Toe podcast Facebook page. Facebook page. Mm-hmm. And you have to do Toe to Toe podcast. You have to put the word podcast in to find it. Mm-hmm. But most right. of the agents, like in general, they of course disagreed with me. They <laughs> think you should know everything about the house. It's just impossible. <laughs> I'm well, sorry. <laughs> in your pursuit of knowing lots, that doesn't mean you'll know everything, but at least you know some things. I know something. The seller wants to sell. Your buyer wants to buy. Let's do this. <laughs> Details, shmeetails. All right. Should we get back in the ring? I think so. Let's do it. All right. It's time to close out with our final round. Monica, Yeah. Okay. one minute. Okay. My point of this discussion and what I'll say here in closing is I think it, as the agent, as the listing agent, there is a level of seriousness that we should all kind of take on when we take on the representation of a, you know, whether it's a $50,000 property or a $3 million property, it's a big deal to the seller and it's a big deal to the buyer. And we ought to remember that. And part of that is not just getting paperwork signed and running. You know, really understanding all the dynamics of the house, what's great about it. I love some of those questions like, you know, why'd you fall in love with the house? Like that that to me is also as important as the age of the furnace and the lot lines and all of that. I think just being able to properly sell and present and position the house, part of that is knowledge and knowledge is power. 
and we get lazy. Agents get lazy. And me included, like I've been there. I'm not saying I'm not holier than thou at all. Believe me, I get lazy too. Not lately because I do understand, like in the later part of my career, I do understand the importance of that. So some of those things obviously has changed, but in the beginning, like frick, I take it and run, you know? I know, but I think I'm just, I'm going to disagree because I think a buying decision is more emotional than the age of the furnace and the lot line. So not like, I'm I'm not saying like be an idiot as a listing agent, know the basic stuff of the house, Mm -hmm. but like the ability to ask good questions to the buyer's agent to create an emo, help them create an emotional response to their buyer is more critical than knowing the age of the furnace. What about who built the house? Do you think it's important? If it's less than 20 years old, should you know who built it? I think it depends. It depends on the market. I mean, let's just say run-of-the-mill, regular house, like everyday house that's going to be gone in like a week, no matter what market. Mm-hmm. I just don't think you have to know that much. If you have something custom or specific or mm-hmm. unique, unique, then yeah, you, you should probably know that. Mm-hmm. Because it could be tied to the emotion of the house, right? Yeah, right. But like, I mean, we've had sellers that are like, well, this house was built with six by six studs instead of two by fours. And that makes it worth $30,000 more. And it's like, okay, well, I mean, nobody cares. (laughs) Well, somebody might care. I mean, somebody might, but it's not a selling feature of the home. So like when we're marketing, we're marketing to the masses, but it's marketing the emotional piece of it, right? So it's not like, I mean, even though you're doing like new furnace, new whatever, like let's say you have a renovated house, the emotion is that it's a brand new house. Mm-hmm. The emotion is like you can get a, a brand new house for resale prices. Mm-hmm. Like that's the what emotion. What if every of it. mechanic was updated, but the kitchen and the bathrooms rooms weren't updated? So to a, a first time home buyer who has a limited budget, but do, and doesn't want to be fixing these things, marketing it that way for that first time home buyer, isn't that as important? It creates an emotional like level of stability. Maybe, or but I find that first time home buyers won't like that because they won't care unless their parents are involved that the electric's new. Like they're going to want a pretty, a pretty kitchen before that's, a new roof. That's a subject for another episode. Is Lord, don't get me started. I already brought so parents. far out. <laughs> I'll tell you what, we could get some agents fired up about that. How many deals have gone down because the parent needs to be the hero? The deal killers. Oh. All right, that's going to have to be the end of it, Jen. Do All right. You, uh, I'm going to ask our audience, do you think there was a knockout today? No. Do you agree with Jen? Do you agree with me? Is Jen flapping around on the mat? Like, what's going on? <laughs> Definitely not flapping around. <laughs> Go to our Facebook page, Toe to Toe Podcast, especially if you want to look for the bonus rounds with Rachel. What's Rachel's last name? Real. Real. Awesome. Rachel, thank you for participating. Yes. Um, yeah. So that was fun. That was. Thanks, Monica. I hope you guys learned something today. And if you have an idea for a topic, um, hit, head over to our Toe to Toe Podcast Facebook page and hit us up. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Toe to Toe Podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get updates when new episodes are available. And we truly love feedback and would appreciate all likes, reviews, and suggestions for future topics.